You're listening to Daily Red, an InterVarsity podcast designed to bring you God's Word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Over 150 years before the events in today's passage took place, a king named Antiochus Epiphanes, which literally means God manifest, led his armies in the occupation and severe persecution of the Jewish people. If genocide and the order to halt the performance of Jewish rituals wasn't bad enough, Jewish priests were ordered to sacrifice to idols. A priest named Mattathias Maccabee killed the priest that stepped forward to make this sacrifice, and it sparked a revolt. At the end of the war, the Jews reclaimed the temple and dedicated it, reestablishing Yahweh's dwelling place with them and setting up Jewish rule. This moment is commemorated each year by the Jews with the Feast of Dedication, or Hanukkah. This is the kind of leader that many Jews expected in the Messiah. So when Jesus is walking around on this celebration, talking about being God, but spending time with the poor and talking about including Gentiles, we can see why this would be alarming to those who are listening. Open a Bible, click the link in the show notes, or listen along as we read John chapter 10, verses 22 through 42 from the New International Version. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said, I am God's son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, Though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus.
As you listen to the passage again, pay attention to the claims that Jesus makes about himself and how they might challenge those who are celebrating the Feast of Dedication based on the history that we learned. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We're not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said, I am God's son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, Though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. What surprised you in the passage? What questions come to mind? Jesus gives assurance for the safety of his sheep because of his relationship to the Father. For his Jewish opponents, this statement was worthy of death. But for Jesus' followers, it was the best kind of hope. Can you see the hope of being claimed by Jesus? What anxiety and fear can you let go of today, knowing that no one will snatch you from his hand? Thank you. 
Jesus' words here are incredibly controversial. Twice in this story, his opponents try to kill him. He's claiming to be both Israel's true king and the embodiment of their God. God manifest. How might these claims be hard for even us to hear? Where is their dissonance? Where is their comfort for you? May you be like those who are on the other side of the Jordan, that though they seem far away, they believe. Glory to the Father and to his Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. As things get started this fall, we want you to know that if you are interested in starting something new on your campus, there are a ton of resources for that. You can find a link in our show notes called Adopt a Campus. You can use this on a campus that doesn't have any campus ministry, one that does but doesn't have outreach to a specific corner, or maybe you might even want to start something in the midst of your own university chapter. Find resources there, ask your staff, send an email, hit us up, we'd love to help you. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Our podcast is produced by InterVarsity in Alabama, podcast manager is Valerie Culleton, and I'm your host, Clayton. Take care.